0: Welcome to HR Masters, a podcast where we sit down and talk about key learnings and best practices with the Masters of Human Resources. Find us through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other platforms. Now sit back, turn it up,
1: and get ready to get your Masters in HR with our host, Jordi Romero. Hello, welcome to HR Masters. Today we have Alexa from Comtravel. Alexa is one of our first guests. Thank you so much for being here, Alexa. How are you doing?
0: Thank you. I'm fine. Hopefully you're doing too. Uh,
1: the idea of this podcast is to talk to HR leaders, uh, people with uh, experience working in high growth companies, uh, people who learned a lot along the way. And as we were talking earlier, uh, you know, people who are willing to share this knowledge and tips and inf- inside the information that they wish they known earlier. So can you introduce yourself a little bit, like how did you get into, you know, being HR at Trouble? What did you do before, Alexa?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I started um, studying psychology a few years ago. And that's, um, if you study psychology, there are, usually there are two ways. <laughs> you're, you're going to be a therapist. And um, the other option is that you're going to HR. <laughs> that's uh, what lots of people do. And I decided to go um, into HR. And um, I did that um, at a company called um, OpenGrid Europe, which is a um, venture of Eon, which is a very big company in Germany, um, I learned a lot there. It's a very, yeah, a very very big company with, um, yeah, with, with lots of like. A lot of structure and processes and that are uh, that are defined so there's it's not a very very flexible work environment Um but yeah I, I still I learned a lot there and um, yeah enjoyed the time there but afterwards I decided to work in a more dynamic environment and decided to move to Berlin and um, okay. yeah, find something in the startup environment and um, yeah the company um, I started working um, that time, was um, HelloFresh, which is today also a very big company, but uh, these days um, we we're around about 350, I think, people working there.
1: So, what did, what did you join us? Um, when, when you joined HelloFresh, what was your position or your mission there at the company?
0: Yeah, at first I joined um, as an um, executive assistant to the board. Um, because this was, was a way to learn a lot about the company, but, um, yeah, after a few weeks, uh, to be honest, um, there was, um, such a big pressure on our HR team and it was a very small team. Um, although the company was quite big at that point of time. And, um, yeah, since I had that very strong, um, yeah, um, HR background, um, we decided, um, that, um, I moved to the HR department and I decided, or I, I started, um, Building up the um, the HR administration um, structure and the, the HR administration department. I also did a little bit of recruiting there, but um, mainly focusing on the administration
1: part. Okay. Um,
0: yeah. After um, after HelloFresh, because um, I did my my bachelor's in psychology, so. Um, after finishing that, um, I, I didn't want to to, um, yeah, to to start my masters then, but um, I made the decision that I want to do it um, uh, in the future anytime. And after working at Hello uh, at Hello Fresh, I decided to do um, my masters then, and also in uh, clinical psychology, which is um, until today quite helpful <laughs> because you learn a lot about people and um, how they think and how they behave and what they need. And um, yeah, I did that for one and a half year. And after that, um, I decided to go back to, um, to HR, to the HR business. And um, yeah, then Michael, the CEO of Comtravo, um yeah, asked me um, if I want to be the, um, um, the lead in the people and culture department here at Compravo. And, yeah, this was, um, let me think about it, in December 2000, 2017. So I joined the company in January 2018. And since then, um, I'm leading the um, head of uh, the, the, the people in culture department as the head of the people in culture here. And, um, yeah, people in culture here, Comtravo, means it's office in field group management, HR, and talent acquisition. And, um, yeah, so that's...
1: Okay, so tell us a little bit uh, what is Comtravel, what does the company do, how many people are you, how many people were you when you joined, a little bit, you know, the the size and context of this company. Mm
0: -hmm. So we are doing business travel management. So, which is quite cool also for people who work in, in the HR department because, because it's something you have to deal with in these departments. Um, what we are doing is we make traveling for, for business people um, quite simple, like the booking, trip booking, and also the, the expense management. And um, yeah, so when I joined, we were around about um, 50 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, now we are yeah, around about 90, 90 mm, yeah, let's say around about 100 people because there are lots of, <laughs> lots of students also working here. But in this office, we're around about 100 people. And um, yeah, so we grew quite fast last year. You
1: doubled the team in, in a year, basically. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay, which is something kind of common for, for HR. So funny enough, you joined Comtravel when the company was around, around 50 people. And uh, my my main question for you today is: I would like to discuss uh, when do you think companies should bring in HR? Like, how do you measure that the company, you know, is ready for HR, needs HR? It's not too late. Should it be a little bit too late? You know, how should we go about it?
0: Yeah, if you ask me, um, you should you should um, have an HR person. Um, yeah earlier better earlier than than too late because um yeah so i think it's quite trivial that when you have like 10 people or something then um yeah you don't need an hr person but um yeah i think at round about 25 people um you should you should start looking for someone who's doing hr because um then it's a size when like Teams. Um, yeah, you start to, to build up different teams, and then um, there's the need of like bringing these teams together, together, um, holding them together. Um, yeah, then you have leadership um, uh, questions and skills that have to be developed and um, to be solved, problems to be solved there, and. Um, yeah so at that point of time i'm pretty sure um everyone needs needs, needs an h r person and um but um my experience is that lots of people um or a lot of companies sorry have um, um yeah have at round about um, fifty or sixty people they have the first h r person so this is in my mind this is this is too late because then you have some structures and um you have um yeah some yeah, some structures um, in your teams, which is um, yeah, where is it, it's very, very, very difficult for someone from from um, from the outside coming in and then telling you, okay, so please to please do it like that, or please manage your team like that, or um, yeah, you know what I mean. So this is quite um, yeah. quite difficult then, and um, yeah.
1: Okay, so um, so somewhere between twenty-five and fifty people depends maybe on the growth rate. No, I guess. If it takes you ten years to go up to fifty employees, then maybe you can manage. You can stay a little bit longer without HR. If you go as fast as you guys did, um, probably justifies bringing in somebody from HR a little bit earlier. I see a lot of young companies, especially startups or fast-growing companies, um, the first thing they, they think of when, when somebody mentions HR is actually talent acquisition or recruiting. Um, what, what do you think are the first key areas that HR should cover the company? You think? the first issue is, is just growing the team or you think there is something with a higher priority that should be taken care of?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think growing the team is um, the most important issue because this is directly connected to, to growth. So, and um, I'm, I'm sorry there's, there's some noise here, but hopefully this is not disturbing too much. Um yeah, so so talent acquisition and recruiting is is the, the most important thing. that's obviously um the most important thing, but um I think that building up a culture from the beginning on is also quite important because what I mentioned before, if you have then around about forty or fifty people there who have their own um, yeah way of interacting and and working together, then it's it it starts yeah or it, it's it's quite um, quite difficult then to um, to um, yeah um, to adjust something there, and um, if you have someone from from um, an earlier stage on, from the beginning on, twenty or twenty-five people, and um, who helps um, your leadership team um, to to build up these teams and to build up processes and, and working modes. Um, this can be can be very helpful, I think.
1: You mentioned a couple of um, different concepts. No, one of them is is um, you need to be building the culture. Um, how do you do that? You know, it's I think it's easier said than done. Um, what, what does HR do for building or fostering the, the culture? And the other question would be, what should the founders do around culture?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what can HR do is, so the, the, the easiest or and, and uh, of course the most important thing is making sure that um, you have kind of like a consistency in your, uh, in your leadership, you know, so that you don't have um, um, leaders that have a completely different leadership style and completely different um, ideas of how to manage people and of how to to develop people and develop um, um, structures, internal structures. I think this is a very, very important point. Um, Yeah, and then what can HR do on top of that? So um, I think one very, very important thing is talking to people and listening and um, like making sure that um, People's needs and, and and yeah, kind of like wishes um, that that they are heard, and um, because this um, makes like, and I think this is one of the most important functions of HR in a growing team is that you're kind of like a speaker for for the people. So a speaker who can um, yeah, who can collect um, things, uh, wishes, and um, yeah, things like that from from your from your team and talk about that um with the management team or with the with the ceo or the c level in general and um yeah this is and because another very um important thing is that you don't lose the people you have and you invested a lot of time in, and um yeah talking and listening to and with people um is something that yeah it, it's no guarantee that you can, um, that you don't have a, have a low turnover rate or something, but um, it's a good um, way to like um, detect if, if people are, um, are yeah, on their way to, to leave the company or are looking for something else, you know? And this is something which is quite, which is a very big problem in, in young companies because um, they are, you, you invest, um, a lot of time in hiring people, but if you lose lots of people, um, yeah, then you have to hire double. You know, so this is.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So, it, uh, interesting topic. You keep bringing in new ideas before I can move on to the previous one I have uh, listed out. Uh, you said you know there can be some signs such as a higher turnover rate than you know than is healthy, uh, which is a sign that the company maybe has growing pains and maybe HR needs to do something about it. Uh, how do you know, though, when when you're a company that's that's young and doesn't have like a, you know, comparable history, uh, what, what is a high turnover rate? Do you just know or do you think there are some like easy rule of thumb, you know, KPIs, ratios that you can say, well, if you lose 10% of your team within three months, then you should do something about it or...
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, there are some, some statistics about that. Like a few years ago, this wouldn't, wouldn't, be, wouldn't be possible because like this whole startup thing and young company thing is, is not that old, you know? So, um, but today we have some statistics about that. And in the, um, in the field of, or in the startup field environment, um, a turnover rate of round about 18%, 18%, sorry. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's normal. So you're good when you're, uh, so and this means that you lose 18% of your people in one year.
1: Okay. So that means if you're 50 employees and nine leave during one year, you're at the limit of what is okay. If you lose like 15 or 14 employees. Then you're not oh, that's the average. Okay. That's not the limit. Okay. Okay. But you want to be usually, you know, like below the average on, on any bad metric, uh, such as employee turnover.
0: In yeah, and, and okay. bigger and older companies, they have turnover rates from around about like 10 to 12 percent, so that's a bit.
1: Okay, that's super interesting, thanks for, for sharing Alexa. Uh, so going back to my previous point, you mentioned also not just the cultural part and uh, you know some KPIs or metrics or indicators that, that something might be getting out of hand, you also measure, mentioned a couple of times like sizes of companies where things happen. No, There is this uh, this concept of Tanverse uh, number uh, which Is somewhere between 100 and 250, which are the people that, you know, as a person, you can know kind of well enough and, uh, you know, magically this happens in companies. I I have the theory theory that there is not just one number, that is probably like mini number numbers and then max max, uh, number numbers that happen. Like, for instance, when we were like less than 15 people, um, no rule was written. Everything was known by everybody, right? Now we're like forty few people, and uh, sometimes you know I ask everybody around the room to raise their hand if they don't know everybody's name. And so the last few weeks, everybody's still raising their hand, you know. And I'm like, come on, it's only forty few of us. Like you can know forty few uh, names, but you know people keep coming and they don't have time to catch up. What would be your approach to you know when a company does like these structural changes? Uh, what what numbers would you would you think are like relatively important in in HR for a growing company?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so one uh, number is the number of HR um, team members <laughs> you need um, um, at certain points of time. So um, it's like two, two weeks ago, I, I read something quite interesting from a company here in Germany, and they are doing a lot of, lot of HR. They have a blog and they have a very um, advanced HR um, management system. And um, yeah, they said that companies between um, yeah zero or between one and 250 employees, which is um, yeah something most of the startups uh, have, um, they need uh, 3.5 people in the HR team per 100 people working there. So, which means a company with 100 people needs, needs 3.5 HR people to manage them and um so th- this means uh, like um um yeah you need like seven for 200 and yeah and then this this number um falls a little bit so between 250 and 500 i think you need only 1.8 uh, hr uh, uh, persons for uh for um yeah per 100 employees so um i think this is something I can go along with because um, I think that you need, um, for example, if you have 100 employees and plan to be like 150 in the next year, which means 50 people more plus the turnover, which means you need to hire, let's say, I don't know, 60, 65 people in one year. Um, Then to manage them, you need at least 1.5 people um, in the HR administration team. You need at least two recruiters, but better three. And um, yeah, then you maybe need one, one team lead or, or head of HR, people in culture, whatever. And um, yeah, so office management is excluded there in these statistics. Um, yeah, so this is, I think, a very important number because um, um, especially, so in the recruiting, it's, it's kind of like a bottleneck you can have. If you don't have enough recruiters, um, then it's a real, real, real big issue for for growth, you know? so. Um,
1: do you, do you know any, or, or how do you decide how many recruit, how many do you have at Comtravel right now, for instance?
0: We have at the moment, we have, we have two here.
1: And how do you, you know, what's the productivity of a recruiter? Is it per open positions? Like one person can handle up to so many open positions or or how do you measure that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we are. We are not really, to, to be honest, at the moment we are not really measuring it. But you can you can say that. So we are handling them quite well, the open positions, and we have around about fifteen positions per recruiter, and this works quite well. And um, I think um, so. So so recruiter is able to to manage around about twenty positions, but then it's not a whole cycle recruiting, you know. So then it's not this um, contract thing, and not the um, the onboarding. Then you have uh, you need to have someone. Someone else is doing that.
1: Okay, so you would say this recruiter is not just finding the right person, but also you know, welcoming them to the company, making sure this person you know, has a good first few weeks and, and the, whole, the whole process. Okay, interesting. Uh, before we wrap up, I think you know, I'd like to ask you, you know, if you could go a few years earlier, uh, what did you wish you know, somebody told you?
0: Sorry, the last part I didn't get that, get that sorry.
1: No. So the question is, like, imagine you can go a few years back and then, you know, uh, older you would come to you and say, you should know this. You should be careful about that. Or, you know, this is a really important uh, advice. What what would that be?
0: <laughs> that goes along with something I said before. That would be so um, hire enough recruiters, recruiters if you want to hire lots of people and if you want to grow. So this is this is really a very very important thing and having a a very good office manager is also quite quite helpful because an office manager is is a person who's able to to make people in the office so happy and um, yeah to help them a lot and um, yeah that's one of the things you can do for having a a good culture is a very good uh, office manager so
1: is office management something that falls um, inside the hr Uh, organization
0: for me yes absolutely yeah
1: okay so let me bring back the first question when should you get an office manager
0: Mm -hmm. you should get an office manager at around about 40 people i think 40 to 50 people um mm, yeah because an office manager is so an office manager is not an hr person but um um but an office manager is, as I mentioned before, is someone who's quite close to the people um, and who, um, yeah, on, on another level than an HR manager, for example, is. And um, because people are, um, yeah, lots of people are not coming to the HR team and are complaining, for example, about something, but they are going to to the office manager and, and telling them uh, their complaints and their issues and things like that. So this is kind of like, an um, <laughs> kind of like a spy
1: <laughs> I was thinking the same it's like an undercover. It's an undercover h r person no yeah,
0: but in a positive way you know so and an h h uh, and uh, sorry an office manager is someone who's um yeah executing lots of the um lots of the people and, and or lots of the culture um things you know so um for example, if you, um, this is a very simple thing, but if you have lots of different drinks in the office, for example, or fresh fruit or something, then um, most of the people, most of the employees don't. Um, um, yeah, really think that's from the HR department, but they think it's from the office manager, you know? So it's, um, the office manager is doing that for, for me. And um, yeah, so, and this is why I think I'm an office manager absolutely um, belongs to the, um, to the HR team.
1: Okay, interesting, it's like the good cop, the good cop and the undercover HR person of the, of the company.
0: Yeah, it kind of like that, <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, cool. Alexa, that was uh, super helpful. Um, that's about it. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, we're very happy of, uh, and proud of having you here as one of our first HR Masters. And uh, you know, thanks for your time.
0: Thank you, highly appreciate that.
1: Thank you very much. Okay, thanks for following us. Um, we will keep publishing a new episode every week. Bye-bye.
0: If you liked this, subscribe to our channel and don't forget to tune in next week to HR Masters.